My question for Ty is, are you mature enough for the Cup Series? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be scared of putting Ty in. I'm not scared of putting Ty Gibbs in my Cup car. Not from a talent basis, not his talent. Do you have the mental, the mental strength to handle that? Because these are grown men you're racing with that have been doing it for a very long time. edition of Backseat Drivers. Happy 4th of July to you all. We're coming off of the most American weekend I can think of. Still continuing here in Studio 3 with Steve Letarte from NBC Sports, as well as our resident analyst, Mamba Smith. We were racing in Wisconsin for July 4th weekend at Road America. What better place in Road oh. America? And uh, what better place for a new winner for the 2022 season and career winner all-time for Tyler Reddick in the NASCAR Cup Series? First time the number eight car has made it to victory lane since 2006 with uh, your buddy Dale Jr. I heard that. Nate, or Rick threw that on air. Last guy to get mm -hmm. to eight to victory lane was Dale Jr. I thought it was a good stat. You mentioned uh, Road America, Elkhart yeah. Lake. So the place is so big, I think it's hard to imagine how fired up this place is. But I'm telling you, I got on the golf cart, I rode around. It was patriotic, it was on fire. These fans were fired up, grills were going. Uh, a lot of ice cold beverages and a lot of good times. It is a spectacular place to go race. And the town also all weekend long was so much fun. Wisconsin shows out. Well, they, they really do. And shout out Tyler Reddick. I mean, for real, I, we couldn't pick him. Yeah. I told you that like, we had to stop picking you, Tyler, because I felt like we kept jinxing you. We stopped picking you and it finally came through. So when cold beverages, did you get some cheese curds up there? I, some brats? You can't, I got a brat, I got some cheese curds, no cold. That's the toughest part is you ride around the golf cart knowing you have practice later. <laughs> and they almost just assume like, brought in a beer, yeah. brought in a, a water. <laughs> I have to go to work, I have to go to work. But listen, patriotic tie, I went for a little bit more. I'm like ready to get to the pool. I'm halfway to pool attire. That's yeah. right. Uh, well, uh, it's it's no dull moment when we get to race on the road course. Uh, four miles long, a lot of fans. They said there was over 100,000 people there, so it was a good time. But uh, here in the back seat, you can still text Steve and Mamba if you want to. That number will be right here on screen. I don't know what you want to talk to them for. Probably right, picks, because so I went four for four. Probably picks. Text me for picks. Three for four. Mamba went three <laughs> for four. I went three for four. I mean, I can't copy them the whole way. Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it, because uh, we now have... Winners in the NASCAR Cup Series there, Stevie, and we're going to get to that a little bit later. But the most recent one is Tyler Reddick. He mentioned in Victory Lane, the pressure is now off. That was his first thought when he pulled into Victory Lane was, man, I just won. I don't have to think about it anymore. The monkey's off my back. He jumped 11 spots with that <laughs> win at Road America in the standings. Eight races left. So let's see how far we think Tyler Reddick is going to go in the playoffs. Who wants to take this? You want to jinx it? No, no, no. I'll go first. It's because okay. the monkey, he called it. The monkey's yes. off his back, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I think that Tyler Reddick and that team can go, I think they're going to go 12, around a 12. Eight might be a stretch. It just depends if they turn, if this turns around their season yeah. and they start running like they were at the beginning of the year, then they, I think they have a solid shot for the round of eight because they were so fast. And you're like, wow, they're going to show out. So if this turns it around to where it was more like the front end of the year, I'll give him round of eight, but I really think like a good round of 12, having a shot there to the round of eight, but probably coming up a little short. Yeah, I mean, the, the concern for the rest of the field and Tyler Reddick is I think he has firepower to show up and go on a hot streak. Right. I think we all have seen that um, from his Xfinity Series championships when he put it on the fence at Miami lap after lap. Now that the pressure's off, does he become his kind of free self again to drive that aggressively? 
Um, they do need a little bit more speed. I think they would admit the same thing. Uh, so it really comes down to this regular season. I know that sounds silly and it's an easy way to kind of sneak out of this answer, but when you look at the playoff points, they're all still right there, real pretty flat. No one has an advantage. So if Tyler Reddick can keep on the, remember, we still have more road courses. We go to Indy, we go to the Glen, we got Atlanta, we got a Daytona, you know, in this next bit of scheduling, there's a lot of playoff points available. If he can gobble those up, get himself a little bit of insurance, I think that is the, the, the ticket for this team to go. I think 12 for sure. Yeah. He has the firepower to get to 12. But when you start going 12 to 8, you not only have to be good, you got to be a little lucky, and you have to come in with a little bit of a head start. And mm -hmm. I think that's available for Tyler Reddick. Um, we're going to see. I do want to take the moment, though, to applaud his teammate Austin Dillon. Rarely do we see a teammate do something as unselfish as literally just ending his day. He had a flat tire. He could have drove around three miles, and it probably would have saved him 15 spots. But Austin Dillon, uh, his crew chief, his spotter, whoever was on the radio with that flat tire, drove off and parked it, saving a potential yellow for Tyler Reddick. I know that sounds really simple on TV, but in the heat of the battle, you don't have any idea what's happening with your teammate. That was heads up by the three car. And they got old RC one car in the playoffs. Say what you want about AD, but he's a teammate. I think yeah. he's always been he a is, teammate. Yeah, too. for sure. He yeah. is also propelling that organization. I know they want both cars in the playoffs, but right now the eight is locked in, depending on how many winners we get. Uh, and then if you also haven't watched, I'm to going to keep going to it every <laughs> single, I don't know what subject will come up later, but that we're going to talk about that. Um, also, if you have not watched The Life in the Fast Lane uh, with Austin Dillon, I laugh every week, so it's been a good show. You mean the Paul Swan show? Yeah. The Paul, yeah. Made for it's TV. A, it, it's I love it. Paul's great. Paul's great. Yeah, um, all right. Well, great. I also took to Twitter uh, yesterday during the race at Road America to ask you guys what topics or subjects or storylines so far this season you wanted to debate. And uh, this one came up a lot, but the first time was by Space Ace 3 on Twitter. How many regular season winners do we see in 22? So I'm not the only one bringing it up there, LaTarte. We have eight races left in the regular season. 13 of the 16 spots are claimed. Eight races left. How many regular season winners? I'm going to stick to my same opinion that one or two are getting in on points. I mean, I think we could. It's not going to be shocking if we see another winner, maybe get to 14, maybe even stretch it to 15. I can't see 16. We would need 17 to start eliminating winners. I don't see four new winners. And you listen, for the record, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we have 17. I don't want to be right on this. I would much rather have my friend Alex here tell me how silly I was and I wasn't paying attention because it would be great for the race fan. Uh, but listen, I, I, I give my honest opinion and I just don't see it. Reddick is not a surprise winner. We thought he could win a race. Blaney could win. Truex could win. But it's, it's behind that. It really comes down to, in my opinion, not as much the road courses is this week. I think Atlanta is really, really, really big because if we have somebody pop through, like an Austin Dillon, love AD, I don't have him winning. Now, could he win at Atlanta? He could, and Kay. that would, then I might start backing up just a little bit on my statement, but not quite yet. Okay, so Mamba, before you go, let's just talk about the drivers who have not won yet this season. Ryan Blaney in the 12. A win is coming. We know it. So there's one. Martin Truex Jr., a win is more likely coming for the 19. There's two. Harvick can win. Keselowski can win. Bubba can win. Austin can win. I can't, believe you, you, I can't believe you put the six in there. I'm surprised. You, 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 Kez can win. I, you know they've had 18 shots. Chris, Chris <laughs> Buescher can win. Now, let's, hey, so let, let's just talk the opposite. Let's just talk the opposite. Think about this. If we do get to 15 or 16, I know this is inside baseball. Let's really get to something. If Ryan Blaney... The regular that's, season champion thing. is in the playoffs. I want the fans to know that. Oh, yeah, in yeah. the rule book, this isn't a made-up rule. If you win the championship of the regular season, winless, 
you are in the playoffs. Okay, and so he is only 20-something points behind. So I don't think he can get there without perhaps winning a race, but I'm going to tell you, it will start to be. You know, I love doing TV because I'm, I'm going to so, sleep great. So, it doesn't bother me a so bit. Question, though. What happens if he wins the regular season, but there is 16? Then he bumps out a winner. Whoever's, He's in. Yeah, whoever's he one of the. Okay, in. so then technically that is 14 of 16 you only spots. So I only need two more winners. But you need him to, so, and you need it's him to get there. It's a lot. It's possible. It, the, the, the further we get into the season, and I really. Mamba. Well, I really. Mamba. I really don't want to Don't do tell. Well. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I hate when Weaver is right <laughs> so much. And Kim, <laughs> they both sat here like, we're going to have. They've been pushing all year. So, like, trust me, I don't want to say it's going to happen. But it's starting to happen. Um, I do like the idea of the 12 winning the regular season. Obviously, that's my dog. But I like the idea and then seeing those other winners because it just shakes up the entire thing. It throws everybody's everything out the window and you're like we made it in and we still didn't make it in like that it's crazy so i'd love to see that to steve's point but to Weed's point it's like oh we are getting tight there at the bottom and there's some places that people can win pretty random a plus so. car a plus schedule a plus new teams that we're even having this conversation christopher bell it's doesn't great. have a win yet cole custer doesn't have a win yet i'm gonna keep i'll keep going she's just gonna roll up the whole field and then michael mcdowell doesn't have a win yet Kimmy Raikkonen, Kimmy Raikkonen, Kimmy's coming to the Watkins Glen. I mean, Watkins Glen, he doesn't have a win yet. Give me, uh, give me all the wins. I can't wait to tell Steve I told you so. You can tell me the same thing. Uh, okay, well, the Xfinity Series also was no short on action when it came to Road America and this road course up there in Wisconsin. We're going to talk about two drivers that are going after that Xfinity Series championship this year. The first one we're coming to is uh, Ty Gibbs. We obviously know that there's talent there. He's won what, every road course that they've gone to since he's been in the car? Not every, but no. Close, Close. to every. He, he um, yeah. Talent is there, the backing is there. That 54 machine is lights out uh, as of the last year. So should he be in a cup car next season? There is yet to be an announcement about Kyle Busch and the 18 over there at Joe Gibbs Racing. Could it be Ty in the 18? And are, is he ready for cup, Steve? So let, let's start with this. We haven't heard an announcement out of Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is a two-time champion, and assuming that they can agree on his value and the sponsorship and the business side of Kyle Busch, I would prefer him back in the 18 if I'm Joe Gibbs Racing because Kyle Busch is Kyle Busch, and he could go on and have an eight-win season. He could become a champion again. His firepower behind the wheel is, is not in question. But I will say that if I am Coy Gibbs, Joe Gibbs, and the decision-makers at Joe Gibbs Racing, and I don't feel I can get it done with Kyle Busch, I have zero concern putting Ty Gibbs in the Cup Series, and here's why. I believe whenever you enter the Cup Series, regardless of how much success you've had in Xfinity, you are 50, 60, 70, 80 starts from really knowing what you're doing in that series. It is way harder than Saturdays. We see it, yeah. right? It's yeah. so much deeper. And this isn't just my opinion. I've talked to all the different people. Cole Custer, I know he got a win, but you see the challenges he's having yeah. this year. Cindric yeah. won the 500, but it's been anything but easy the rest of the year. So there is a length of time required to get good. And I think whether you keep tying Xfinity for two more years, that doesn't shorten the window when he gets to cup. So like I said, Kyle be choice one, but if you can't get Kyle done for the business reasons, and that's real, right? If you don't have the capital to pay him what he wants and he has his heels dug in, then at some point I'd say, okay, Ty, Pull the Band-Aid off. Let's start the learning curve. It's steep. It's going to be steep whenever you enter. I know he's young, but I was impressed with his move on Kyle Larson, even more impressed with his interview. 
he has a grin, a grin on his face like he thinks I'm crazy, but I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be scared of putting Ty in. I'm not scared of putting Ty Gibbs in my cup car. Not from a talent basis, not his talent. I'm, I'm well confident over the moon about his ability to drive a race car and win at every level that he's been at because that's what he's done to this point. My question for Ty is, are you mature enough for the Cup Series? It's not, your, it's not your ability behind the wheel, it's really your ability in your brain. Do you have the mental, the mental strength to handle that? Because these are grown men you're racing with that have been doing it for a very long time, arguably the best race car drivers in the world. So when you're getting beat up and you're running 20th and 25th to seize point because it takes a while, yeah. are you going to be mentally tough enough to handle that road? Because you haven't had that. You haven't had to go. There's been no hard road. Ty just keeps winning, I, and it's great. Man, I don't know. I, I, and some of the things that we've seen earlier on in the year, I think I would like to see Ty show me. If you can show me that you're, you can have that poise from this point to the end of the year, and it's not a flash in the pan, like he's had these moments where he's had a bad interview and then someone's like put their arm around him and then he came back down to earth. Like I've seen it, but that's still a roller coaster. And people, people man, he's human. People make yeah. mistakes, and right? Young. And he's a kid. He is young. But I need you to I need you to take steps because these guys in Cup Series, they will not <laughs> They, they won't wait very long to ship you on that stuff. Well, and I, I think they'll actually pick on that, too. Yeah. Like they think that you're that yeah. you're either more flustered than somebody they'll, else. They're going to fluster you. But yeah. So you have a great point, but I he's he's just too good. I'd give him a shot. Why not? So my question is, is that we, on this show specifically, and I know others have talked about it as well, we have, we have talked about the subject of Ty Gibbs and the reputation that he's building and how he races and how he gets those wins. But he raced Larson clean. It was beautiful what he did at the end of that race at Road America. So was it just because it was Larson? Was it, this is a cup guy and I have a little bit more respect for you? I, I'm going to say no. And here's why. Cause I believe Kyle Larson made a mistake in turn one somewhere. I think around turn three kind of missed his mark yep. and, and blocked just threw a big block <clears throat> on Ty and Ty had every right to kind of move him. I think it would have been defendable. Forget reputation. All right, this right. is the first time he ever raced. You'd be like, you know, yeah. I even think Kyle would have been like, yeah, I put the block on him. Yeah. He moved me. You know, great move by the kid. Instead, we had the in-car camera. He lifted. He said, nope, I'm going to get you on the next corner or the next corner. That is a big step. Was it Larson versus somebody else? We'll never know. Um, I hope it isn't because if this continues, that just proves Mamba's point that he is maturing. Um, and I love even more that not only he did on the racetrack, but then in his interview, he said, I have to start earning respect back. So someone in his camp has got to him and said, hey, man, look, you know. And I think it's what you just said. You're a Gibbs. You're fine. You're never going to worry about money. You're never going to worry about an opportunity. You're yeah. never going to worry about this. Your talent is never in question. So the one little little it's crack in the armor, let's work on that. Right. And I think he did it. Took a step for it. And he, to your point, he lifted. He didn't, he didn't ship him. But, and that's, that's the maturity I'm looking for. Like, okay, I know I have... 13 more chances to get him. Like this, we're not talking about Martinsville where you're going into one. It's like, okay, I only have one more shot here. He had plenty of time and he used his time wisely and he made Kyle make a mistake, which is exactly what you want to see. See you later, thanks for the dub. So I hope to see more of that from Ty. I think he will do it, Yeah. but I just need to see it. Yeah, fair.
Well, there was another controversial storyline coming out of the Xfinity Series race, and um, mm. Snow Gregson <laughs> again. Oh, this is very controversial. Is very uh, yeah, I don't know how controversial boring. we're going to get with this one, but it was Noah Gregson versus uh, Sage on the racetrack. I don't know if we can even like pick a side. I think there's only one side. Maybe you can go on, but what are our thoughts on this? Mom, we'll start with you. So my thing was, you know, a lot of racing is racing and, and this, that, and the other. We beat, we bang, we do all that stuff. But in the interview after for Noah, he comes out and he's like, you know, getting hit multiple times. That's, you know, that's annoying. And then he's like, uh, we're racing for a championship. And, you know, he doesn't feel like he's getting the respect. And he used, when you use the term racing for a championship, to me, that means that you're racing differently than everyone else around yeah. you. You're being more cautious about your moves. You're not going to put yourself in bad situations. You're going after the you're war, going not at, the battle. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, contact like that with Sage, that ain't going after a championship. That, like, Because a championship is a team. It takes a team to win the championship. So when you do that, that's, that's more of a self, selfish move, I feel like. So your move on the racetrack versus your interview that you had did not match up, and I don't, I don't, love, I don't like that. Yeah, like you I'm, wrecked a car. Yeah, you, yeah. you, well, you, you ended up wrecking two cars, three cars, four cars, eight cars, <laughs> yeah. uh, a little over yeah. a half dozen. So, and guys that can't spend money just to spend money. So I love Noah, love his personality, Same. love his firepower. He's great for the series. But the simple fact is, when you see what happened to Noah. Uh, on the racetrack with Sage, and then the retaliation, I, it's, it's undefendable. I can't, I can't help him. Um, as a crew chief, anytime my driver does something on the racetrack, just make it close enough to a jump ball that even if I don't love it, I'm in your corner. I'm your guy. We're going to go to battle. And then in private, I might say, man, that wasn't that cool. You shouldn't have done that. With Noah, even if I'm Luke Lambert, I'm having a hard time publicly backing what I did. If I'm Dale Jr., if I'm Kelly, if I'm anyone, I'm having a hard time okay with this move because while this is the younger series, and it is an opportunity for these drivers to learn. It is a cup, and they should be judged differently. Mm -hmm. We are also not in, you know, quarter Tuesday matches. night thunder yeah. or whatever it is for the legend cars. Still like, professional like racing. You are still a professional race car driver, and it's clear to me, even as a driver, I can't do it. I can't drive. I know I can't. <laughs> but middle of a straightaway, you can't turn right on a guy in the middle of a straightaway. There's 14 corners. There's well, six man. really good braking zones. You could have got in line and sent him off five, which was the you know, next a quarter one. mile away that has a bunch of runoff. There's gravel. He'd have been there, point proven, right? You have better equipment than this guy. Like, yeah. like, what are we doing here? Your mind, you are so mentally frustrated that you turn him at one of the fastest places on a blind crest. Like, you just have to be better than this. I think, and I'm guilty of this, we forget they're going 180 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, I, I do, right? Because I've been around my whole life, and, and thank goodness the cars are very safe, and it's all great stuff. I should do better to remind myself how fast they're going and the wrecks that we can see. But the driver, like, I don't think the drivers forget, and Noah did. Like, just wait till the next corner. I'm okay if he's mad and wants to send the guy off. I'm never going to judge how drivers race each other when they're racing and the code of when I should wreck a guy and not wreck a guy. But I will stand on top of the soapbox and say the middle of the straightaway is never acceptable. It was disrespectful to the rest of the competitors. You have, like, a Sam Hunt car that's having a good run, and they get destroyed. Like... There's people that put a lot of emphasis on the road courses because this is their one shot, and you just ruined it for a lot of guys for pretty much no real reason. So. I mean, he's got a lot of work to do, and I believe that if I was him and I'm racing for a championship, I would be making some phone calls this week and not to Sage. Sage is fine. I'd probably call him, but 
Brandon Brown took a big hit. Mm -hmm. Myatt took a big hit. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be calling these guys and I would just lay it out to the guys, it's on me. I can't make it better. I want you to know I realize it. You probably even have to give and take a little bit more than you want to these next few. You might lose a race because you can't race the way you want because of your choices at Road America. Well, uh, his team owner got asked if they were embarrassed over at Junior Motorsports. Kelly Earnhardt obviously said, not embarrassed, but we will deal with Noah. So, uh, I thought that was a good answer, right? It was because a great because you don't want to say embarrassed, right? You have partners on that car, you have a lot of different yeah, things. She's yeah. in a tough spot and she's not driving that For car. Sure. Yeah. But she also didn't let him off the hook. She said, we're not embarrassed, but I hear you. He's I'm been, gonna, I'm gonna deal with Noah. He's been there for a while. That, that's family, right? That's kind of like Aunt Stop. Kelly coming in to be like, hey, mm -hmm. pay attention. Here is my thing so far this season with Noah. And don't get me wrong, I'm just like all of us here at the table. I love Noah. I love the personality for the sport. But I, I think there are some things that maybe just like let's zip up the fire suit and take off the sunglasses and let's just worry about the on-track performance. You know? All right. Smoke the cigar sure. like Joe Burrow after you win uh, the national championship. All right, rapid response powered by Five Hour Energy. These are going to be quick hitters, but we also had another fan on Twitter at NASCAR underscore 22 that wanted to know if the Bubba and Joey feud will carry over. If you missed this, it really, uh, Steve coined it. It was just a karma wreck at this point. <laughs> Listen, so underscore 22, I'm sure you're a Joe Logano fan. Joe Logano messed up. <laughs> He yeah. drove in too deep in turn five, he spun the thing that. out, got a little bit of Kurt Busch and a whole lot of Bubba, who was kind of already missing the corner. Uh, Bubba's mad, deserves to be mad. He's like, man, I'm, ha I'm having a, my own little issue here in five. I didn't need any help. Thanks for running me even higher <laughs> off. And then Bubba, I think, we just talked about Noah and what he didn't do right. Well, now Bubba's going to do it right. He found an area of the racetrack where there's a little bit of switchback, a little bit of grass to the right. I, I believe that he was going to just shove the 22 off into the grass. I think Joey Logano perhaps knew it. We watched the replay a couple times. I don't think he touched him. You said it. It's a karma wreck. Yeah. It's a and I think Logano's not mad. It. But yeah, I said yeah, on air because I don't think Logano's mad. I don't think Bubba's mad. I think Logano's like, you know what I like about Joey is he doesn't hide from yeah I hit you. Yeah. And he Agreed. doesn't hide from Agreed. yeah I messed that up. My bad. Like what excuse do you have coming into turn five backwards? Like <laughs> yeah that one's on me. So so yeah it was a karma wreck. There's no more feud. This one's over. Bubba's having a rough year. You know pit crews really let him down at times. He had a decent car for Bubba at the road course, doing a fine job. He gets taken out, doesn't help. This one's over. Comer took care of it for everyone. We could just move on to Atlanta. Yeah, it, was, it happened, but it was returned in the same race. We're done. Like, it's not like yeah. we're done. Moving on. Love it. Love it. All right, easy pick. Uh, this one, oh, uh, this one might not be as easy as we think. Most likely to win the 2022 Cup Series Championship. Ross Chastain or Chase Elliott. As we know, Chastain has been Mr. Consistency this year, but uh, talking about the nine of Chase Elliott, past champion, Mamba, take oh, it. Gonna, oh, we're going first. Yeah. All right. I'm going with the watermelon man, Ross Chastain. <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong, because I'm a big, I need to see it before I believe it, individual. They've never been here. He's never been in this situation but at some point, neither did anyone else, and you got to win it at some point. And they, they've been super consistent. It's really going to come down to, does the speed, does the consistency, does the execution, I know, look at him, he's over here, just like, yeah, keep talking. <laughs> Is that all going to carry through the playoffs? That's yet to be seen, but if I'm going to pick one or the other, with what I know right now, it's that the one is fast, and he'll do anything for a win, so I think he'll triple dog down on a championship. Take a drink. Okay, so let's get this straight. I am very impressed with Trackhouse. Very impressed with Ross Chastain doing a lot of things right. 
then there's practice, then there's a regular season, then there's the playoffs. These guys step it up in the playoffs. Could Ross Chastain go deep in the playoffs? Could he be the champion? Absolutely. Is he more likely than Chase Elliott? Zero chance. Chase Elliott is a champion. He's done it. He's been there. He's lost. I, I, I mean, it's actually a great pick, and, and kudos to Ross Chastain that this is even a conversation. He's earned the right to be in this conversation. But the way Chase Elliott carries himself, the organization in which he drives for, which is trophy cases are full, I, there's no way right now I'm taking Chastain over Chase. And I'm so glad you took Chastain because when this all ends in November, you can take me to a nice steakhouse here in Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> we'll see how you do. Uh, steak 48. If Chastain, <laughs> you, it's on you. Uh, listen, let, let, you no, know. Should we not, though, applaud Ross Chastain that this and is an Trackhouse. argument? Because yeah. in February, we would have all scoffed at the concept of Ross Chastain being yeah. better than Chase Elliott. 18 races in, I, I, I tongue-in-cheek, but you, you yeah, do have something to, to stand on because consistency, yeah. they are winning that award. Yeah. Do you go, it's like going with like Steph Curry who's been there before, like Devin Booker. But, no, but, but here's what I really believe, and this is why people need to keep watching. The next eight weeks isn't just going to set the playoff field in the back half. With 17 plus winners. The next 18 weeks is going to set who in the front half yeah. has a real shot. Yeah. They're not. I don't believe we're going to yeah. have five guys tied with 22 playoff points. It isn't going to happen. Someone is going to work their way and have a 5-8, 10-point lead, and that is going to be a gigantic advantage in the playoffs. And it could be Ross Chastain. My opinion might change in eight weeks if he fills up that playoff point bucket. So do you think in eight races we will have a clear championship favorite? I think we'll have a clear one or two guys that okay. would be shocked not to make to the To make four. the final four. You can't. Yeah. Listen, yeah. in this format, and I talk to drivers oh, and crew yeah. chiefs alike, all they want to do is get to Phoenix. Yeah, that's right. Like you can't. Phoenix is its own thing. If you go in Phoenix as one of the four, then you've had a great year. Now it comes down to one race, a lot of things. We all know how it can happen. So. Yeah. Make the players you got a shot. I mean, Martin Trix Jr. is two or three pit stops away from being a two or three time champion. So I mean, it's really that's how close it can be. True. I mean, really, when you look at Truex, I know that scares people, but last week, last year at Phoenix, he could have just easily been first off yeah. pit road, and I don't Agreed. think anybody was going to beat Truex that day. Agreed. So yeah. Um, I have C written down on my paper, so I'm going with Chase Elliott. Okay, Backseat Bets presented by BetMGM. We talked about this before filming. This is for Atlanta. So this is not your grandpappy's old Atlanta Motor Speedway. This is bow tie wearing. I'm glad you're the grandpappy. All I bet. Sipping uh, with the American bow tie uh, Atlanta. So well, first, is, first of all, what are we going to see? Come on, what are we gonna see? Like, like we're gonna see. Like, I think it's gonna be crazy. Like drafting, because grip's gonna be down too wide. I mean, I think it's gonna look like 170 mile an hour rush hour, too wide all the way around the place. But I think they're gonna be, yeah, I think they're gonna be white knuckling. I think it's a, it's not gonna be as gripped up as it was. I think before. that's worth when we do the picks. What kind of race you're gonna? Because I think that's as questionable as who's gonna run good. That's fair. There's that's also fair. that that hint of, oh man, we're coming to the end of the regular season a little bit. Mm. The energy is starting to pick up. Uh, so this fan vote, you guys wanted to see the two teammates. They're so nice to each other, but Tyler Reddick versus Austin Dillon, Bo versus Ace, however you want to frame it up, as uh, the two kids over at RCR. So who are we going with for the fan vote? Uh, I got I got AD. I got oh. I got AD because I think they're gonna run really good there and they'll be competing for a win. So I got AD. And if if it's between the eight, if it's between the three making it in the playoffs, the eight will return the favor. Yeah. That stuff usually happens. Karma sent Joey Logano in the grass at Road America, and Karma is going to send Austin Dillon to the front at Atlanta. He pulled off the track, mm -hmm. helped his teammate out, did See? the bigger thing. 
Showed to be the bigger man. It matters. His team wasn't the most important that day. He let the eight have it. So I'm going Austin Dillon. Keep carving that direction. That's right. The heart. That's so tender. The heartstrings. Tell um, me, man. You know what? There really is. I've seen what the, the racing gobs do. And they're like, good on you. Yeah. No, not you. You don't deserve it. I'm going to take yeah, that back. That's exactly that's how right. that works. Um, to keep the mojo going with AD, I'm going to pick Tyler Reddick just so all three of us don't pick out Austin Dillon. But Plus, she's going to jinx you, Tyler. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you probably will. That's how uh, it works. Next up, these two are keepers of the keep when it comes to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Back in the day, but Brad Kozlowski, the flu race versus Kevin Harvick, who I mean, Harvicking is the term used in Atlanta. Used to be. Uh, Kozlowski for me. Kozlowski, I yeah. think he he is more desperate. Even though Harvick's on this streak, yeah, I think Harvick's looking at some other tracks. I think Brad K and RFK is going to be he's going to be now. I'm now. Brad may not finish, but if the cannonball gets to the front, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he was quick and, like, I'm looking after what he did, Daytona, and I'm yeah, like, they'll, yeah. be, they'll be good. Okay, I'm going for Harvick because the last time we rode a super speedway, Brad had everybody on their lids. I, it just is not RFKs. I don't know what they need, she but just something. He could win. I don't know where he's going to win. He can win, okay. but... She's racing for a championship. Racing for a championship. It's not driving that way. <laughs> All right, next up, I'm going to start with Steve on this one because I already know where the other side's going. Ryan Blaney versus Martin Truex Jr. I think Ryan Blaney is going to outrun Truex most of the day. I think Truex finishes higher. I think Truex has, has had no luck at the speedways in his whole career. So why not take a winless season and make it his day? Um, I have Truex outrunning Blaney. Who you got? Let me guess. You want me to guess? <laughs> That's good. He, he he had a shot at winning it in the spring. That's a good like good, like good he's he's yeah I mean he's due he won in Atlanta last year like he's he's good here and he was good in this format too so going twelve. I'm also going to twelve. That's shocking. And that's where I'm going to beat him on the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then last but not least, the uh, two drivers when it comes to super speedway, the names are always mentioned of how good they are when it comes to these type of races. But Michael McDowell versus Bubba Wallace. I'm going Mike McDowell and not from behind the wheel. I don't think the 23 team has addressed their pit road issues. Huh. Um, I know they're, they haven't made it all year. When I look at the roster, it's the same guys. Yeah. I think they're fine guys, but like you got to figure it out. So I just don't see how the 23 is going to put all these mistakes behind them. Not to mention McDowell is like Mr. Consistent this year. Yeah. His new man, Blake Harris, on top of the pit box. Literally. He's like Mr. Top 10. It used to be, oh, plate races and road courses. Now yeah. it's everywhere we go. Yeah. He's right there. In the top ten, so I'm gonna stick with McDowell. I like it. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Bubba because he was so good here. Had a shot. He was leading that top line when coming at it two, and the, him and Blaney just didn't link up right, and they end up wrecking, and everything went to crap for him. But they were fast here before. I think they're looking at it. This has got to be a point of emphasis for them. Is Atlanta? Um, I have Bubba circled, but I Steve swayed me a little bit. But I'm gonna stick with Bubba in the 23. He, we need some good juju I, over there. Okay. What? I don't know why, how you how you get swayed and then go you swayed back in the same thing. Yeah, that's what we do. I'm a female. That's what we do. Can't decide on anything. And I'm southern, so we really can't make up our mind on anything. All right, Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're coming up on the second race down there in the state of Georgia this year, and uh, it'll be a fun one. It's going to be a super speedway package on the next gen car again. So. Who do we have for Atlanta Motor Speedway? I don't have my pick yet, so I need somebody to talk for a while because I'm going to think about it. You got to go ahead and pick Blaney, or you no, want you me to go, wait? No, you, you, go second? Go, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'll go second. Um, all right. So Atlanta, I think we're going to start to see a little bit of of advantage from some of the guys that are already in the playoffs. I can't keep saying that we're going to have less than 16 and keep picking new winners. Yeah. So I actually look for a repeat 
Atlanta's chaotic as can be, I think William Byron Will wins it again. I think he finds his way back there to do it again, wins in Atlanta. Okay, fair. Uh, checking stats? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she needs help. She needs a statistician. I'm going to go with someone who is really fast there in the spring. Um, he just signed a new contract. I am going with my man Ricky Stenhouse. You are not going with the 12? No, no, I'm going with the 47. You know, that's a good pick, especially with the contract. Great yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I could pick, You're not the, crazy. I could pick the 12, 36 out of 36 okay, races. Well, I think you could win anyway, weekend. but I'm going with the 47 because I think it's like if they're going to get one, this is where fair, one would be. Fair, fair. Yeah. So that would be 14 winners. Mm -hmm. Who are you going with? Byron, repeat. Okay, I, if we're, we're just all going to go out on limbs this week just to be fun because it's the 4th of July and fireworks. Yeah. Kind of limbs. I'm going to go with the 43 of Eric Jones. Mike got wrecked out of the lead when we were in the spring race. Like, <laughs> I'm going with the 43 of Eric Jones. He's but been you, there at the end. Okay, but here's what the fan needs to understand. You got to watch. You got to go to Atlanta because all three of those guys could win. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes it yeah. like, you know, there's been a lot of years where like, well, maybe and maybe. There is a list of people that could, it wouldn't surprise us. I don't know if there's really anybody that would surprise us at that track. It was crazy. Corey was faster too, actually. So. He did that little, what was that, that move through the infield. The Joey Chitwood backwards jump was like a highlight for weeks. It was great. Um, well, we are still continuing the coverage on USA this upcoming weekend in Atlanta. Steve, you enjoying the coverage? USA's oh, been pretty cool. I'm, listen, I'm loving it. The racing in person is unbelievable. We're doing our best to show all the battles because they're everywhere. They're front to back. We don't have enough cameras. You need a million cameras to show all the battles. Uh, the, the drivers and the teams are doing what they're needing to do, so we're just trying to let the fans see how great the racing is. Yeah, he and Jeff Burton are uploading Instagram photos of each other. So follow the mayor on Instagram. It's just loving it, loving it. Also, you can listen to if you don't have enough of Steve in your life, you can also listen to more of Jeff Burton on yeah, Mark Mamba. Yeah, podcast. look at the plug. Thank you very much, yeah. Mark Mamba and the Mayor Podcast. We actually record this week, so be on the lookout. I'm gonna tell you that's a great combination. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna say this because Jeff and I are friends, and Mark and I are friends. Man, you bring that. You bring like the average. You, you like. You go from like gen whatever to gen whatever. You bring it way down. Bring that whole, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's Three fun. of my favorite people on the it, podcast. It's a great listen. I'm going to back them up. It's a great listen. It's fun. All right, make sure and tune in to the race at Atlanta Motor Speedway this Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on USA. Stevie will be in the booth. We'll see you all right back here next week on Backseat Drivers. Happy 4th of July. Enjoy some fireworks for us tonight, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.